Hi, this is Mark. You're about to listen to my show. For the first time, maybe the second. Either way, it's a pre-record, so you can't call in. Don't get tempted. I know it's exciting. But you can call in live every Tuesday, 9 a.m. Pacific, right here at 12radio.com. Enjoy the show. You're listening to The Mark Husson Show. Expect something wonderful. Well, hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday. I was going to say happy eclipse, but it's not here yet. And I know you guys are so excited for it. It's so good to be here with you. I just want to like give some shout outs and let you get you all started. Listen, if you're new, if you're just listening and you want to join us in the chat room on Facebook, just go over to 12radio.com. And in the left-hand column, you'll see the word chat. Click it. And come play with us, right? Okay, so, um, and it'll get you in the room. And if you don't have an invitation, just get it. You'll get invited. Just ask to be invited. It asks you there, and they'll bring you in, okay? Also, if you're a caller on hold, be sure to fill out the form that's located right above my welcome image that's in the chat room on Facebook. We have to use Facebook, you guys, because that's what we can afford. It's free. They give us the service. It's private. We love them for that. And we have to make do with what we have, right? Because that's what we roll with, saving us all money, keeping you guys safe. And if you don't have a Facebook account and you don't want to be on Facebook, just enjoy the show, right? Enjoy the questions. We'll try to cover everything for everybody. I'd like to give out some shout outs to Kathy and, Mar- <clears throat> Kathy and Maureen and Ivy and Susan. Deborah, thank you. Hey, there's lovely wordsmith Greg. It's always good to see you. Christina Byers, you too. Mary Kennedy, hi. I know that you're not going to be able to listen to the whole thing. You said that. So it's good to have you in the room for the moment. Hey, Suzanne. Hey, Elizabeth. Nicole, always good to see you. Gabby, Terry, you too. <laughs> There's Mercy. How are you? Hi, Jane. Uh, Kathy, welcome, you guys. Thank you so much for being a part of my life, my show, the part of the One Two family. I'm putting my lap book over to the left. That's what you hear me, my voice going away from the from the microphone. I can also, last week... <laughs> I heard myself pouring water and I'm like, my microphone is picking up everything. And somebody wrote and said, are you peeing? It's like, is that embarrassing? That's so horrifying. No, I do not pee on the show. Um, But if I ever needed to, I would say, excuse me and take a break. Okay. But here's the deal. You guys, we're in the middle of some really fun astrological stuff. It's really, it, it is exciting. And I know whenever there's excitement, there's also fear because isn't it? I think there's some correlation between fear and excitement amplifying each other. So we get to like, if it's if it's exciting, then we add a little fear to it, and it's like really exciting, <laughs> which is kind of a dumb thing to do, don't you think? I mean, like we don't have enough things to be afraid of. So you probably know that I'm leaning this dialogue into the idea of the eclipse and and some of the scary things you've heard about the eclipse now. First of all, I want to tell you, these full moons, because that's what an eclipse is. Do you understand that? Do you understand that a full moon, an eclipse is a full moon? Okay. What's the difference between an eclipse and a full moon? Well, it has to do with our butt being squeezed in between (laughs) the full moon so that the earth, our butt being the earth, casts a shadow on the moon. Okay, so whenever there's a shadow involved, it includes the eclipse. That's what that's about, okay? So you want to be, like, aware of that just because it it makes you sound smart. You know, like, what what is this? Now, do you know that eclipses and full moons repeat themselves every 19 years um, to to almost to the day? You didn't? They do. Did you? Oh, my gosh. So 1995, September, wait a minute, October 8th. 1995, I believe it was the 8th. I'll double check on that. Um, yeah, the 8th. Uh, it might have been the 7th for where you live. It's all time zone stuff. But anyway, at that day, same year, 1995, I mean same day, same month, uh, we had this same exact eclipse. What's the difference? It's, well, the playing planets, the other planets around it. So um, now we got some things to dispel. It's called a blood moon. Wonder why. Well, let me think for a minute. Um, 
we need to scare things up a bit. The moon is kind of had this reddish glow. We ignore the fact that science tells us that the reddish glow is from the dust particles that are from the earth. So we got to push that out. We got to think about like, okay, it's red. What else is rust color? Well, blood. No, blood's red. Well, we can imagine it. Okay. Okay. So we'll make it a blood moon. <laughs> Okay, you get my point. It's blood moon because it's red. All moons, all eclipses like this, all eclipses, full moon eclipses that are this close and tight in aspect have a, a reddish tint to them. It's the reflection. Remember, the sun's shining on the earth. The earth is casting a shadow on the moon. And so our shadow, we're looking through this haze of red, of dust. And that's what makes the moon appear reddish. Okay? Now... It also is happening right before a high holiday. Now, I got a lot of my information, a lot of my information from the brilliance of Mo Abdelbaki. And Mo has a show on Wednesday, and he's going to talk about it tomorrow. You've got to tune in. Um, it's the same time on Wednesday. Just tune in tomorrow, 2 to 1 to radio, and get the details of the eclipse, okay? Because it's really magical. And C.A. Brooks, who's also teaching a class at One to Academy, I'm applauding because we need astrology teachers, and C.A. is such a good one. And she will stay with you, and she she cares about you. And, you know, if you stay with astrology, because it can get frustrating if you stay with it, you'll be able to play with us a lot more and a lot, a lot more fun with us. So, anyway... A lot of this information about the um, about the eclipse, a lot of the technical stuff I got from Mo, uh, because I I love his wisdom and I respect so much of my colleagues at One Two. And if you're not on our mailing list, <laughs> go. To, I, I just put them up. Go to markhusson.com and hit subscribe, and you can choose which one you want to be a part of. If you want to get readings from the staff, which I highly recommend because they're just edible they're so talented um you just click um the one two promotions the last one get on that list because we'll have sales and we'll let you know whenever there's a sale i don't do anything with my mailing list i mail you that's what i do no i I would never sell your name i would never give you up i wouldn't i might abuse you with some postcards and some bad art that i do every once in a while but other than that really it's just me and the and the mailing list so get on it if you want and you can get the quickest way is at markhusson.com now this moon. Can we look at this chart together? Now, Christy put the chart up. Mm. See, listen, I need to drink. <laughs> Here's my coffee. I'm sipping coffee on live radio. It's so fun. Yum. Okay. Woo. Um, let's take – if you go to that picture that says welcome in the chat room of Facebook, of the radio chat room, and you click the little – it says comment, and then by that it's a thumb that goes up, and then these little comment – bubble click that and it drops down you see the first post and the first post was lovely christy brower who's an incredible psychic she writes on the power peak i could just go on about my gifted people you know i love them right she gives her time here to make my show go smooth with you so you know we gotta applaud christy and she's just like She's just on the ball and, 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 you know, she's, she's really a straight shooter and she happens to be a Sag. Isn't that cool to be that and be a Sag with an arrow in your hand, right? Okay, enough. I know I'm embarrassing you, Christy. Um, so you go to the first post and you click that chart. Let's look at that chart really quick together, guys, and see what the heck is going on. Okay. Now, if you know your own chart, that's yours, different than this. And that has its own set of circles and planets and symbols around it. And then most of you are starting to remember that your rising sign is at the 9 o'clock position. In this chart, it happens to be Virgo. On the outside wheel, you look at those symbols and you see a 606 and you see Virgo. Well, that is saying it's 6 degrees is a, a Virgo constellation was on the horizon when this chart was born, when the eclipse is going to be happening tomorrow. This is for the eclipse tomorrow. Did I tell you what time the eclipse was going to be? Did I tell you today was an Aries moon? The eclipse tomorrow is at, oh, I got to put it in the light here. No, it's really, I got to put it under a magnifying glass. It's 3.51 a.m. Pacific time, making that, Four, five, six, fifty-one a.m. Eastern time, and you have to do the rest on your own. Now, looking at this chart at the moment of the eclipse, you see that the sun, which is on the bottom 
half at the <laughs> that's the seven o'clock position. Wait a minute, six, seven. It's like a little bit eight o'clock position. Um, there's a circle with a dot in it, and that's the sun. And that is at 15 Libra. There's a symbol for Libra. The dark is 15. That's the minutes. Um, now, that's the degrees. I'm sorry. It's, we'll call them degrees. So it's 15 degrees of Libra. And if you look directly across that yellow highlight, the moon is at 15 Aries, the sign opposite Libra. So what we're concentrating on for the sign of the eclipse is Aries because we look to the moon and we want to see what the moon's been activated. This is the moon getting charged with the light of the sun passing through the earth, making a shadow of the earth on the moon, making it a full moon that has a shadow on it, making it a blood moon, making it a moment that we sort of amplify in our charts at 15 degrees, five minutes of Aries. Now, you go to your chart now, your chart that you were born with, and you look at that rising sign, and your rising sign, let's say, might be Scorpio, or it might be Sag, or it might be Libra, whatever it is, you look around the outside of the wheel, and you look for the two little sprout-looking symbol. This symbol of, looks like a sprout, like where the moon is it's in red on that chart, it's Aries. And you, 15 degrees of Aries is going to be to the left or right of the line, that you're looking at in the house. And you'll know what house that moon lands for you. And the reason you want to know that is you want to know what area of your life is getting torn to shred. No. <laughs> is getting blown up. And it is getting blown up in a good way. Why do I think it's good? Let me talk to you about what's happening energetically. Because once you know where it's happening in your life, you can feel what your life is doing overall. The moon in Aries, first of all, is the warrior sign. We're in the warrior moment right now. Nobody wants to hear you wimping out. Nobody wants to hear your victimization stories. You know, I got that really loud and clear. I saw George Takai, who I adore, Sulu from Star Trek. He was on a talk show and he was sort of dissing William Shatner because I heard William Shatner was a big butthole, right? I mean, I love him, but it's like... But, it, you you actually see George Takai talking about him, and you get this idea that he was really victimized by him. But something in me showed a little bit, like it diminished the it diminished George in my mind a little bit. And I don't know what what that was. And I thought, you know what it is? It's when we talk about people like we're helpless to them, and when we like I don't know when we sort of like are despairs by people. And I know it happens. I'm you know you all know me well enough to know that I go through that, but. I realize talking about it like I'm the victim and now I'm in charge and I get to say what a what a jerk this person was, somehow we don't want to hear that. <laughs> I mean, we kind of don't want to hear it. It diminishes the, the power you have. So take my word for it if you're not really getting it. Take my word for it. It diminishes your authority. It diminishes your power when you blame another person, when you blame anything. It diminishes your power when you say Mercury's retrograde and everything blew up. All people are thinking to themselves is, you're lucky you have that excuse. But you have to take some responsibility. Okay, now, why did I bring that up? Because Aries, moons, don't like you to be a victim. If you know anybody that's an Aries or anybody that's an Aries moon or anybody that's an Aries sun, rising, anything, Aries strong, Mars and Aries, Mars next to the sun, any of those placements, those people hate when you whine. Believe me. When Aries hurts your feelings, you don't go, you hurt my feelings. <laughs> and I just want to clear it up with you because <laughs> you got to hurt me. They will like beat you up. <laughs> now, they may not physically beat you up, but they're going to walk away going, <laughs> do you see that? Okay. I, I mean, not all Aries are that heartless and a lot of them will tilt their head, but there is a part, tilt their head in compassion, right? But there's a part in all of us where the Aries is. We don't want to put up with that kind of silly weakness. You got to be strong. And that's what's in this Aries eclipse for you. You have to be strong. I'm pounding my hand on the desk. Um, <laughs> now that I know you can hear everything in the background. Okay, so when the moon is next to Uranus. Now, we have this moon in Aries, the warrior planet, right? Ooh, and it's like the eclipse. It's really potent. It's strong. And wherever it lands in your chart, that's where you're going to take action because you ain't going to put up with it anymore. You don't want to put up with it. Okay? Nobody's stuff you're going to put up with. We can say shit. Nobody's shit you're going to put up with, okay? Because you're tired. You've had enough. When the moon is next to Uranus, 
<laughs> now I don't want to say that S word anymore because I said you're at us. Um, and they're two, you're right. Okay, so now that those two are together, Uranus is like kind of activated, and it's like the planet that sort of destroy things, right? It takes your physical structures and destroys them, knocks them down. What's a physical structure? Well, it could be your teeth, your body, but it could also be your your belief systems, the brick walls, the dogma that you hold on to so tightly that nobody can bust through it. Because anybody who's met anybody with a dogma, with a belief, with a political stance or a religious view, try to knock them off their game. You ain't going to do it, right? Okay, so the moon is next to Uranus in Aries. And we're saying, I ain't letting you knock me off my thing because this is what I believe in. This is what is true. And this is what I want to change. Because if your wall isn't going to be knocked down inside yourself, because you, but you have something you need and want, and you got somebody else's wall in front of you, what's going to happen? You're going to break down some walls. And if you, one way to break down somebody's wall is simply walk away from the wall. I don't want to, I don't want your wall anymore. Okay. We don't have to play. We don't have to be the victims of anybody. Right. So this is freedom. And this eclipse is spelling freedom. What? in the world are you trying to be free from? You better figure it out. But <laughs> I think you already have. But can I also add that what you think the problem is is probably not the problem? That adds problem to this theory. You're going to have to break free. You have to break free from something, but it doesn't exist out here. Now, we're in a big quandary, aren't we? Because what are you going to break free from? You're going to break free from your own dogma. You're going to break free from your own way you've looked at this. And you have a chance to do it under these aspects because get this. Look at that chart. Look for the number four that's at the 10 o'clock position. That's Jupiter. And that's in Leo. And what number is it with? 17. What number is the eclipse? 15. What number is Uranus? 14. These are close together numbers. They're not like 28. One, these are 17, 15, 14. Where's Mars? Well, the male sign down at the bottom of the chart, six o'clock, is in Sagittarius at 16, 16, 17, 15. You see a pattern? Uranus is a 14, so 14, 15, 16, and 17. That's pretty darn close, don't you think? <laughs> They're all in fire. They're all in the sign that says, get me the hell out of here. If you aren't going to change or if you're going to try to control me or stuff me, get me out of here. Now, I'm tired of losing. You know how many? I unsubscribed from some mailing lists today, let me tell you. Because it felt victimized by me because there's certain things, there's certain people, there's certain things that I don't want to see anymore. I'm just done. I want to be done. I want to be free. I want to feel that I don't have to hold on just in case I miss something. I want to be free. I want my actions to follow my heart. And my heart says, I want to be connected to my divine cord. I want me and God hooked up, okay? However that needs to be, but it ain't going to take place out here, me trying to make something of myself out here, okay? And that's what I think we have to fight for. We have to fight in this eclipse because it's a warrior It's a warrior eclipse. We have to fight for what we know to be our inspiration and our spirituality and our truth. Let's take some calls and see if we can find out how this eclipse is affecting people that have been holding on so patiently. <laughs> see the drama in me? That's fire. That's the fire moon for me. Okay, can we talk to uh, Kathleen? If you see Kathleen in there. Hi, Mark. Kathleen, how are you doing? Oh, pretty good. Uh, lots of crazy energy out there. Um, I've energy. been told a lot of different things about my chart, and I kind of just want to know what you think. About how crazy this chart is that I'm looking at? No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> no you're a Virgo, and you were born next to Pluto and Uranus. You are not, you are not just a Virgo. 
you are some you are a Virgo A. Anything gonna get past. Nothing is gonna get past it. You also have your son <laughs> in the seventh <laughs> no, we'll talk to you like an evangelist today. I just have to. But there's Well, now, okay. <laughs> okay, good, good. <laughs> now, you came in with the Capricorn moon, so we know that that moon is your old. You came in old. You came in old. You came in with a sense of responsibility and duty. You came in with a feeling of uh, you're on your own. You got to make this thing work. But you also came in with this vision, this ability to see past things. Your relationships, I would imagine, are very, I want to say, not normal. I want to say beyond that, they can be disruptive for you. They can be empowering for you. They can take you to the top of the mountain and bring you to the bottom like every relationship. But yours are particularly intense. Am I right or wrong about that? <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. I haven't been in a relationship for about six years. I just want to finish raising my daughter because, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's relationships intense. in me don't mix super great. That's right, because they're intense. They're because you're real. You become real. You have intense things that that come up for you in them. And you know what? As a Virgo, you don't need a lot of them. In fact, what you need, what I think a Virgo always desires most of all, is that place where she and or he can pull in and see their position with the rest of the world, how it all fits in for their lives. Because you have a vision below the surface. Like you're you're somebody I would never want to get in an argument with ever, ever, ever. And you know what? I'm really nice. No, but it's not about you being nice. It's about you always being right. Because <laughs> you are always no, right. I know. Yeah, you are. Not that you may not think so, but you don't forget anything. You are you're that kind of Virgo in an argument that would be like, "Wait a minute, I remember. I remember it perfectly clear." And you probably are really nice about it, but you're always right. That's what I'm saying. You'd always win the argument. Not because you're mean. You're Pisces, you're Jupiter's in Pisces. You are very compassionate. You're very very sweet person. You have an Aquarius rising. So I would imagine people see you as unusual. You know, they perceive you as like like so, a little out there because your presentation to the world is kind of like, look, I hear a different beat. But the truth is, you do hear a different beat. You were born with a different kind of ideology in your mind, a purpose. And you want to be of service. You want to be of intense service. And I think personally, you're a you're an incredible mom. The Cancer rules the fifth house of children. Mars is there. You're protective. You're wise. You're nobody's messing with your children. You have this Capricorn moon that can provide anything for anybody once you put your mind to it. And you are idealistic in such a sweet way. You like you believe in humanity. And I think you believe in the difference that you can make for humanity. And I think your difference here that you're gonna make is you can do all of the things that you want to do, but you must always and forever learn to bring yourself into the picture first. How does this serve me? Because you're so gifted and you're so compassionate and you're so for the other person in that way. The big question with your North Node and Leo is, well, how does it help me? Because if you're helped, right. if you're, you know, if you can bring yourself into that picture, you'll give the world so much. But you came in with give. I mean, I'm sure your child doesn't lack for anything. I'm sure even including lessons and good lessons that they that you allow them to learn. But for you and your chart, I think you're here to hear a different drummer. You're here to look below the surface of things in your life. I think you you have a wisdom that's unbelievable. You have a guidance, a Venus, Neptune in the eighth house. I think you can go inside and always know that you're on course and you're and that you're being guided perfectly. I mean, it's almost like you belong to us. We don't we don't belong to you. You belong to the world. Like you have this wisdom and this guidance that you're gonna bring and teach us. But and I and I know you're doing that but the big lesson for you is you have to make sure you have an identity you have to make sure you know where you begin and the rest of the world where you end and the rest of the world begins so you have to bring in a sense of like those moments where you release the world take those long baths Lock yourself in your room for that period of time where you just oh I feel back whole again because there's so much of you giving out in this kind of chart that sometimes you forget yeah. like who you are and all that. Cause you're a Virgo. You are a service lady. I mean, you will give, give, give and Jupiter and Pisces. Oh my gosh, it's endless. And Capricorn moon. What do you need? I got it. Hold on. I can come up with that. Then, and there's I that. know. I'm trying <laughs> right? to learn how to receive. <laughs> well, and also the way you receive is you give to yourself. 
You get in that yeah. shower, you get in that bathtub, you go to that spa, you give something where it's just your time. And all of a sudden, the world starts reflecting that a little bit. Because wherever you go, you're going to make a difference. You can't help it. You're going to do something to make it better. That's what you do. And it's like, you don't yeah. even know you're doing it. You don't even know you're doing it. People feel your compassion. They feel your love. They feel, but you make this difference. You, you see the flaw in everything almost instantly. And the problem is, is when you're turning that eye on yourself, it's painful. And it's like, and it's not helpful. So what we need to do is turn yep. the eye on the self only when I have neglected me. And you have to really okay. get that voice really loud. I've neglected myself. And because you are North Node and Leo, you have to do this. <laughs> it's not just good <laughs> advice. It's like for your well-being, for the well-being of your child, you must put some time aside and learn how to put some time aside in chunks, in big chunks to yourself because that's where your guidance is going to be. And that's how you know you're making that impact. It's okay to say, I made a difference here. It's okay. You don't have to be selfless about everything. Is that helping you? Yeah, very much so. Thank you. I really appreciate <laughs> oh, it. Oh, <laughs> honey, you're so sweet. Well, listen, um, it's been a month since your birthday, so happy belated birthday. It's ne never too late to have a party for yourself, and I hope you'll start. Thank you so much for calling. And by the way, let me just tell Hello. you, the eclipse is falling in your second house of, oh, how perfect, self-worth, esteem, and most of all, your communication. You're, somebody's going to get a talking to here soon. So we can't wait. You have fun, okay? Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Thank Kathleen. you so much. I love you, you and One Two Radio. Thank you, Thank Mark. You, sweetheart, love you too. Bye now. Uh, Bye. Just eat this for dinner, lunch, and breakfast, right? Let's talk to Cassie, can we? Hello, Cassie. Can you Hi, hear Mark. me? How are you? I can hear you. Oh, good. <laughs> good. You're a cancer. Yes, you can hear me. You have a Leo moon and you have an Aries rising. Does that all make sense? Yes. You are in a big cycle. This eclipse is landing right on your rising sign. Can you feel it brewing? I feel something. <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to feel? <laughs> it's exciting. Well, this is excitement. And what it's, it's the, this Uranus is right there too. Are you changing stuff in your life? Because it's been in process for a while, but like this could be anything from a move to a change in relationship to a simple ideology change. But is do you feel something like these are usually big changes, Uranus sitting there. And it's like and, and we get one more in January that's going to hit, too. So I want to know, like, what's 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 it looking like over there for you? Uh, changes in all of those areas. It hasn't happened yet, but I feel it coming, yep. and um, I'm excited about it. I just am hoping that I have the courage to do it once they start lining up and it's time. Look at you. That's so cute. Let me tell you something. That's cancer talk, and cancers are like, I hope I have the strength. They're anybody tougher than you. Anybody tougher than you. It is, you are sun sign cancer. You have the shell. You have Mercury next to it. You have Mars there. There is like anything you want to accomplish, you will accomplish. Now, here's the interesting thing. It's also, do you have children? Yes. Imagine, it's good that you have children because imagine that these changes are happening to your children and you're feeling it and watching it because they will. And how you, what kind of, tell me you're not a lioness around your children with that Leo moon, right? And that being a cancer, like who, like again, again, who's going to mess with your children? I know I said it to Kathleen, but really with you too, but you have this chance to bring in this sort of like, it's the changes happening to you, like caring for them the way you care for yourself, because these are big changes. You're right. These are big changes. I think with Jupiter and Leo there, not only are you ready for these changes, I think they're going to be huge. I think, no, it looks like, in, now, I don't want to get involved in the, I mean, I don't want to open up any doors that I shouldn't be opening in, but how's the relationship going? Um, I am currently not in a relationship. Yay. Okay, good. That's I what I wanted to hear from you. You don't have to say anything else. I don't okay. want to, I want you to expose you. Because Jupiter is hitting that Venus and that Venus rules your seventh house and you're opening up and it's coming and there's something coming. There's a, you can feel it. And you're so, listen, I know you don't believe this, but you have Jupiter there. You are lucky in relationships and I want you to just try to let that in. 
you're lucky. And you know why you're lucky? Because they eat, they seek balance, the same thing you seek, and they'll teach you exactly what you need to learn without it being too painful. And that will come stronger and stronger and stronger as you evolve. Now, it looks like there's some things changing at work. It looks like you're either getting a more authority at work or um, you're getting more confident at work. But it, it, whatever it is publicly, you're starting to look like an authority. Is that making sense at all? It, I have been in that position and um, it's been very stagnant. I am um, a manager at work and um, I'm feeling that I want to make a change there. I don't know if it's within that company or move on to another company. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's Absolutely. another big decision. Well, it doesn't have to be that big because let me tell you something. Saturn, in right now, it's just a matter of self-esteem. You're not feeling like you're being appreciated there at all. You're feeling actually kind of overworked and underpaid, all the t- typical symptoms. But Jupiter's on its way. And Jupiter hitting that Saturn in your chart is going to open up these opportunities. You're going to actually, I think there's something coming that's very brand new for you. I think it means new, like the symbol here is new colleagues, which typically means new work environment. But that's the change that I think is coming that is going to blow your mind. Now, Jupiter's part of the grand trine. That's part of that Uranus on the ascendant that's bringing the big change. And Mars is up there too, part of the grand trine. And I think that it's going to involve some kind of change that's going to relocate you. And so we're looking at any, we're looking at this year. Okay, we're looking at soon. And so all you have to do right now with these Grand Trine energies, as a Cancer, I just say honorarily, quit worrying. Just stop worrying and plug in to this sort of magic, this inspirational, spiritual magic that's around you. It's abundant and it's going to bring you abundance and it's in your fifth house of creativity. Now, are you pregnant? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm glad you chuckled. Because can I tell you, you're in a very fertile time. And fer- fertile time means you could create babies, you could create art, you could create anything. There's something creative in you brewing. Do, you, do you, What are you doing creatively? Because you are filled with a ton of creativity. You know that already, right? I'm learning that. I haven't fully discovered that about myself yet. Um <sighs> Oh, but I, I don't really have anything creative going on right Okay, now. well, we got to take care of that. Can you please, please, please consider some expression for yourself artistically um, in any kind of art, any of the arts, acting, um, painting, singing, writing? Will you please just consider it? That's all I'm asking. Just consider it. Just let it sort of sit in there and watch it. Because there, have you ever had fantasy creativity? Like, oh, if I were... I could. I would love to be a great singer. I think you'd love to be an actor, but am I wrong? <laughs> um, that thought has crossed my mind in my younger days. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, honey, you're still pretty young. Now, I want you to hear this. Just give some thought to feeding that little seed in you because Jupiter's in that fifth house. Anything you do is going to bring you luck and joy. And if your kid, if you're, do we have more than one kid? I have two, yes. Okay. If your children are in line with that too, this is a time to sort of do it with them. So just play with that concept. That's all I'm asking you to do. Saturn's squaring that, so there's a lot of things that are in the way of you doing that. It's a lot of sense of responsibility, a lot of not being appreciated, um, all those things. But I, but but at least try to consider that um, creative thing, if you would. Just introduce it to yourself. Will you I do will. that? Mm-hmm. Because I think it's going to help catalyze this eclipse that's happening. This eclipse is really going to bring you into a whole new focus of things. And I think if we just start getting you outside your normal box, we're going to see some things really open up. We just want to give it some energy of its own. Make sense? You know what I mean? Like if you okay. if you look in this direction, you're opening this door and ah. Oh, you know what I just had this image of? You know how fire people, firemen, I was going to say fire, but I didn't want to be sexist. Fire people, they're, they're outside of a door and it's a, there's a fire on the other side of the door and you're not supposed to open that door, right? Because what happens if you open that door, you get that fire rush? That's what it feels like to me with you. Only I want you to open the door. Okay? You getting it? All a little right. bit? All right. I do. You have any, I do. You know, I hope that helps you, Cassie. It's a great time for you. Nothing to be afraid of with Uranus on that ascendant. Just be prepared that what you're seeing now isn't going to be there for very long. 
Change is coming. Oh, I'm excited. You Thank should you. be. It's really exciting. So just hold on. Grab yourself and play. It's cancer time, man. And you're going to land in a place that's going to be, it's just going to be juicy. And you get to take care of all the people around you and manage their fears while simultaneously managing your own. You know what I'm talking about, right? Mm, I do. Thanks, Cassie. Big hugs to you, honey. Thank you, Mark. Thank Thanks. You. Bye now. Bye. And we got Jane. Christy, we're going to talk to Jane. Hi, Jay. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. It's good to hear your voice. You're Libra with a Leo moon, so the world knows Libra rising. Uh, you're in the chat room, and you're adorable. How's life? Aww. Oh, life is happening. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> you have Pluto squaring your sun. I bet it's really happening. There's like that—that that is like <laughs> such a symbol of a, such an internal battle going on with you, and it's like you're gonna win <laughs> because oh it's my you. God. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And but it is a power battle. It's a battle of coming to terms with being allowed as a Libra. See, Libras have a really hard time feeling like it's un- going to uncover for them something ugly. And and you have a hard time being in, in your power because it might look ugly. And I think that with this cycle with Jupiter on your moon, oh, what a lovely moment. I think we're going to see the career explode. I think we're going to see your confidence explode. But right now you have to kind of go to Hades. This is the myth. You have to go to Hades and you have to get stripped, completely vulnerable, and realize it doesn't mean anything, and then th- then get renewed, because that's sort of what Pluto does to us. It sort of takes us to the to the to the point where we're like, "What was I really ever ashamed of?" But you fight it on the way down because what your fears are and what your beliefs are are very contradictory to what's actually the truth of who you are. And so Libras have the hardest time with that because you guys don't like feeling. Oh, and happy belated birthday, by the way, sweetheart. Um, this is such a beautiful time with that, with the Neptune opposing, well, it's Chiron opposing your Venus. So you're doing some true, true, true healing of that relational space. And you're also really transforming. Like, I hope you're making home something beautiful for yourself. I hope you're making it a sanctuary because you need a place that you can just go, woo, ivory tower time. Right. Because you spend a lot Uh of your time in the, in the world mentally. And so. Um, is it making sense what we're talking about? Yes. <laughs> well, I'm thinking a lot about those things. <laughs> yeah, there's no question. I, I know. About. Well, I don't think there's much you have to do. Jupiter's on your moon. Jupiter's going to be on your moon coming up very soon. Exactly. That rules your career house. So what that's going to do is heal this feminine aspect within you. And it also heals the voice of the father. Cause I think that's, what's at play here. What the big thing that's happening here is there's no inner voice of support, or at least it's not as strong as it needs to be. The inner voice that looks at you and says, hey, if you fail, I got your back. If there, I will not criticize you. I will not make fun of you. I will not hurt you. And you have to turn the volume up on that voice, Jane. That's the one that absolutely needs your strength right now. And that's why Jupiter's coming along with the volume knob, and it's sitting on your moon, which is the emotional support, and next to your north node, which you never learned how to do this for yourself. You always, I think, were taught to give it up to other people, to give it up to the group, to get, don't put your needs before anybody else's. Don't put what you need ahead of anyone. And I think that was such a conflict for you your whole life. And I think you're about to explode that idea because you can't be for anybody if you're not in the picture. And you were born with Saturn, Jupiter conjunct or together in the bottom of your chart, meaning that you held an enormous amount of guilt and responsibility for every member around you. You just felt you took responsibility for everything. Am I wrong? Yes. No. No. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) I'm not wrong? You're, You're correct. Okay. What Pluto is asking you to do now is to allow yourself to do a couple things. Start having an inner dialogue with yourself that it's okay for me to be 
It's okay for me to voice my concern, my opinion, what I love. But more than anything else, you have got to picture this girl on the inside of you feeling your love and feeling your support. We've got to get her to feel some kind of ruthless commitment from your mind that nothing's going to hurt. Not, you're not going to let anything come and hurt her as a symbol of you. Because that's the big fear. If you put yourself first, if you go after what you want, it's going to look rude and ruthless and it's not going to look it, – it's going to look a little like your parents, one of your parents particularly. But okay. this is your time to heal that. And is it just – am I just doing rhetoric or does it kind of resonate? No, it definitely does because I keep like steering – like getting off track with my business because I keep wanting to like create a team instead of just – doing it myself. I keep feeling like if I just had somebody else, you know, who had my back or who could help me yes. do these things, like I would be, be able to do this, like to yes. keep using that as an excuse, you know, and trying to wrangle friends in who are just completely not interested. That's right. <laughs> no, perfect. Listen, yeah. you can do it on your own. You don't ever want to do partnership, but you do want to have people who work for you. you just don't okay. do it as a partnership thing. Just don't equal share any of it. You be the boss. That's the biggest thing right now you're learning. Be the authority. And bring help in if you need it. But don't share that help. Don't be the boss. And that's why you don't hire friends. But if you did hire friends, make the agreement. It changes things. And it does. Trust me. Someone who knows. You know how many friends I had that I hired? (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling the truth, girl. I mean, there's a lot of people walking around that think, you know, like, shit, whatever. It was, what happened to friendship? Well, when you put, when you love your business and you put your business as a, as the thing that's going to be your guiding light, friends don't get away with shit. They shouldn't. And you got to tell them that if you're going to hire people that you know, but I suggest you hire people that you don't know. And you, and you, the reason is because you want to preserve the friendships. But if you do hire people that you know, you just be clear up front. This could be the end of us. It destroyed every relationship I had when I had people who work for <laughs> Seriously, I just don't. Then now they become friends after I hire them. That's fine. But when you hire friends, it was like, so anyway, if I can give you any advice, business person to business person, please let me tell you. Based on your chart, North Node and Leo in the 11th house, you can, hi- you can hire people that have the same mind ideal, that have the belie- like-minded person. But do not give up the authority that you hold as that business owner. Don't give it up. Okay? Yes. So I do have one quick question. So, like, you know, I started this pet care business, right? Okay. And I just, for some reason, I'm fighting it. Like, I'm because I I had two different business ideas to begin with, and this one just was the easier one. And, and, you know, I do love the, the animals and all that stuff. Um, for some reason, I like the, there's some. It just seems like a glorified like housekeeper kind of job, Perfect. and I do like it, like my clients, and I love the animals and stuff like that. But there's parts of it that I kind of like. I, I just can't seem to love a lot of the stuff about it. Okay, so, so you tell the truth about it. Go ahead. Keep going. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Um, yeah, no, and so I, mean, I realize that that's going to be with every business. There's always going to be things that you like about the business and other things that you don't. Um, but for some reason, I'm doing that whole Libra thing where I'm balancing and, and going, maybe just like I'm not going yes. full force into it. I'm, you know why? You know, because you've already decided you don't like it. I'm over-talking you. I'm sorry, um, but I have to. The Your Libras go into the thinking about it when they've already decided it's not for them. Okay, so right. le- so, but the idea is you can still keep it as a business. Just change the ideal for yourself. This isn't. This is a business of of pampering the owner. This isn't a business of caring for pets. Just know the difference. But number two, you can say not what I wanted. I'm changing it and be done. But the, your passion, Libra, the Libra in you knows your passion. When you find what you want, you don't think about it. See, that's the, that's what Libras have to remember. This isn't what you want. That's okay. Knock it off. Do something different. Sell it. Let somebody else run it. But be clear with yourself. This isn't what I want. And it has nothing to do with your love of animals. Right. This has to right. This has nothing to do with your love of animals. This business and the ideology behind this business does not work for me. But I either want it uh, to keep it going, so I'm gonna let somebody. I'm gonna hire somebody to do it, or I'm gonna disband it. But this isn't it. 
and be be clear with yourself about it. It doesn't matter. Or keep it until you have the second thing. But don't be afraid to come into the full truth. Your Libra goes into your mind, but I could. The minute a Libra does that, remember I told you, I told you, I told everybody a story once when I ran my store and people came into shop and I'd say, What sign are you? And they say Libra. And they want to look at something. Now, if they started their little Libra dialogue, well, I don't know if it's going to, the minute it went there, we weren't going to have a sale. I knew it. They knew it. Everybody knew it. And I just left. I would leave. I became an asshole at the end of my whole career as a, as a retail person. But I was like, look, okay, you call me if you decide you want to purchase. I knew they were done. But when a Libra loves yeah, something. Yeah, because as a Libra, yeah. Right? When you, know you, you know, know you love something, you love it. 20 minutes or That's right. <laughs> and as a Libra who loves something, you don't talk about it. You're like, I want that. Give it to me. Wrap it up. Uh-huh. And it's like, so now the same applies to your business. If you're sitting there ruminating about it, you've already jumped up into your head to convince yourself of what your heart already knows to be true. So we're one of honoring hearts here. That's what we're doing. So you just come. Let's say the truth is I hate this business. I hate what it represents. It's a really business for the humans, not for the pet. So then what would you do? And you make your decision from there. So the closer you peel away to the truth, the better you have a chance at actually acting from that truth without angst. It's like, okay, so what? So and and you have to keep the so what in perspective. So what? You know, you launch this business, you realize it wasn't what it was, you you change it or you close it or you alter it. Or you okay. say no humans allowed, but you know, whatever. Does that help you? <laughs> That would be awesome. <laughs> I love it. Too. That would work out awesome. Yeah, I love you. Thank you, Mark, so much for doing yes. my yearly. Oh, my honey, yearly thanks for calling. And listen, Jupiter it. is hitting that moon. You are in good shape. I wanted your career is just going to launch, so we might as well launch it with something you love. Big hugs to you, Jane. Thanks so much for calling, sweetie. Thanks, Mark. Love you. Love everybody. <laughs> <laughs> thank you baby bye now thank All right, you. Talk to you later. bye okay. we're gonna talk to will christy hey mark hey will how you doing i'm doing good i'm doing good thank you yeah thank you you're I'm... a gemini and you have a pisces moon you're a virgo rising does that all sound familiar that does and i am <laughs> what brings you to call in? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I was uh, just uh, wanted to uh, ask um, about uh, finances. Okay, are they kind of creepy? Um, they they have been just really really crazy for um, for a while. Okay, okay. Oh my gosh, you know. Um... And crazy is like not very good, right? It's been di- difficult. Right. This crazy okay. is difficult. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Here's the deal. You're kind of coming out, which is so nice when people call and they're coming out of the tight time. Because <laughs> it, <makes, laughs> it, it, it makes me the bearer of great news and I just love that. But here's the thing. you There is a little battle going on. Saturn is still fighting with Mars. You have Mars and... Uh, Saturn and Leo, and they're kind of always in battle. It's like living your life one foot on the brake and one foot on the gas at, uh, simultaneously. And sometimes it makes it hard to know what do I choose because it's almost like if you assert yourself too much, and then you got this Leo rise, Virgo rising, and if you assert yourself too much, it almost feels like you get punished for it. And so, but at the same time, you feel like you deserve more, and you feel like everyone around you, when they act with certain bravado, they get it. But you have a different lesson in life to learn. You have this life to learn that I am worthy. It's like having the affirmation, I'm worthy for all that I desire. You, but, but you kind of aren't allowed to let people know you think that. <laughs> okay, that's number one. <laughs> you have to keep that between us. Okay, now, number one. <laughs> number two. Um, yeah, it's, it's important because it keeps a certain humility in that you need to feel that you need to know is there that people need to see in you now saturn is sort of fighting that right now right now there's a battle and i think it's you're changing and i are you noticing anything happening with your friends are they going away coming for are you getting a little pickier with this yeah definitely oh definitely major changes all all around the board yes 
Now you know why that's happening because you're changing your uh, your mind. You're cha- you're changing your whole reality. It's shifting, and that's the first symptom of it. Is we see the reality outside of us start shifting, and one of the closest ones is when our people change because they start ref- they start no longer serving the projection we need them to serve. So I want you to keep an eye on a couple things: the type of people that are going to come in, and if any, because it might be like dry for a minute, but also. Jupiter is coming down the pike. Jupiter's in Leo. It's going to hit your Mars. It's going to hit your Saturn. And then it's going to cross your ascendant. And it's like freedom. And and we need you to like, what I think is going to happen is you're going to see this this way, this path being lit for how do I express that I deserve something without looking like I deserve it, number one. And number two, to be a Gemini with this incredible sense of ability in so many things because you have an incredible ability you're gifted you have you can do so many things and and yet you have this thing with other people like you put other people first you you identify with people you hold for people it's such an interesting chart will when i look at your chart on one hand you could have you have incredible compassion and you care for people in a great way. And on another hand, you have this incredible sense of, oh, I don't want it to do with anybody. I don't want anything to do with anybody. And, and, but yeah. here's what, you know what I mean? It's like, it's so, it's kind of oxymoronic. But what you're building, you look to the North Node, you're building relationship with the self again. You're building North Node in Libra. And what we're building with that is, how to take your ideals that you love and start matching them with people that agree with you, the people, the like-minded people. It's a very important thing for you because you're going to shift the world here. When, when you care, your friends are very important to you and the people who believe the way you do. When you join with them, when they get with you, they prosper. Everybody does. And so there's this new sort of movement in you that I think during this Saturn square where you're shifting the old people away and you're actually putting yourself in the picture, but then you're matching it up with people of like mind. Money's going to open up for you. You don't have to worry about money because Jupiter's going to be in Virgo and it's, and that rules your second house of money. And then it goes into Libra and that is in your second house of money as well. So you have two good times. You have really, really, really two Two and a half years ahead of where you're going to build this prosperity and get a little clearer about what you're doing. You, but what is it that you do? Because you have this thing for other people. Are you working with other people? What do you do? Can I ask? I, I am. Yeah, uh, I uh, have an art company, so I I deal with a lot of uh, artists, and um, I have two business partners. Oh, brilliant! I, so take. Okay, go ahead. You wanted to finish that about the business partners? Oh no 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 no, and, and that's it. Okay, listen, the thing I told you about like-minded people that you want to nurture through and when they align with you, they prosper. It's perfect for the art world, right? That's exactly where you should be. North Node in Libra rules art. Um, also, it's the, this thing where you have this vision. You have this ability to see what's good and where it should go. I love that you're doing that. I have to tell you, I don't think there's any place I would put you more appropriate than in the art world with people of that of that ilk. And I want you to please know that stay with it because you have an eye, you have a gift, that Virgo rising that is like extraordinary. Remember I told you about the keep it, tone it down of who what you are and who you do, tone it down, don't let people know. That's the part where you're letting other people shine, right? The artist maybe. Okay. And uh-huh. yet – but you're guiding them to the success. You're the key to people succeeding here. You have a gift in that. And if they trust your eye, if you trust your eye, if you get through that, it's going to be an incredible journey. Don't worry about this little piece of Saturn Square right now, this little fight that you're having with the friends and the like-minded people. They have to find their truth. And But, but your way is coming. And and how you're going to show up for these people is going to be amazing. But I mean, I would trust you over anybody in this industry right now, this minute. I would absolutely say yay. Is there anything you need to announce about what you're doing for the people listening, or anything, or is it all cool? Um, no, no, no. There's nothing that I need to announce. I mean, if they want to go to my site, great. Uh, uh, Artist-muse.com. M-U-S-E.com. Um, and we're getting ready for a really large show in um, South Beach uh, Art Basel um, at the end of the year. So that's why I was calling to to see what kind of like what the finances were looking like for the tail end of the year. Oh my God, you're going to be happy. You're going to be happy, and you can you can take me to the bank on it. Greatartist-muse.com. 
uh, just uh, artist-news.com. Perfect. Okay, Will, we wish you the best. Please let us know, especially if you hit if you hit bank, baby. Let us know. <laughs> I, I, I totally will, Mark, and I really appreciate you and for everything that you give to us. So thank, thank you, you, Will. Very sweet, buddy. Thank you. Keep us posted. Guess what, All you right. guys? Thank you. It is so time. This was so much fun. But guess what? I'm not done. Because we are going to bring in Kathleen Hall, Psychic Cat, because we want her take on stuff too, right? We get the little bit of dish from Cat. And I want to bring her on and sort of see how she's doing, what she plans on doing on her show, and maybe get a little take from her psychically, what she sees for those of you listening and those of you not listening, uh, what's up and coming for this eclipse. So let's see if we got her hanging in the in the wings. Okay, perfect. So we're calling Kat now, and we'll see if we can get her up to happen. Hey, Kat, are you here? Hit that mute button. Hi. <laughs> Thank God you're psychic. <laughs> you do it. You know me so well. I'm doing great. Hi, everybody. So we just share to- the same microphone. I'm lucky. <laughs> So, Kat, so listen. The, what this eclipse? You're <laughs> you're an Aries moon, and this eclipse is probably uh-huh. activating a lot of the fire in your chart. I assume that you're feeling <laughs> the the sort of buzz in your in uh, yourself. Tell us I what it feels am. like. I'm laughing at your chat room because I see that word sassy going on. And, you know, this Aries moon is uh, this eclipse is going right through my eighth house, and. Um, I am. I, I get a little deeper about it, and I, I get no nonsense, and and I want to talk about some of these things because um, it brings things, you know, like uh, that Aries attitude, like you know, never say never, and I'll prove you wrong, and then you 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 do, and then it's like, wait, why did I do that again? And <laughs> and uh, you you know, but uh, any Aries sun sign uh, can relate to the challenge or the the enticement of, of the desire of the challenge. And then it's like, be careful what you wish for because you usually get it. And, and uh, you know, the timing, timing does matter. We're reminded again and again, right? Right, right, right. Well, so, okay, so you're an Aries moon. You're a Gemini. You're, we never, like, really get a chance to just look at your chart on the thing. But you're a Virgo rising, an Aries moon, a Gemini sun. And you feel this eclipse then, what you're saying, as a freedom to, to, to accept choices that you've been reluctant to do. And then you find yourself in the middle of the choice going, woo! Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I had, I had somebody else feeling a little reluctant, you know, and, and, yeah. and maybe their reluctance has finally broken down. And, and now... And 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 and, th- and he happens to have an Aries moon too. So now I'm like, oh my god, five and a half years of waiting for this, and and now it's here, and I'm going, oh, I'm slipping through the back door somewhere. <laughs> and oh, so, okay, now it's making sense. I'm a little nervous. Yes, I get it. Okay, because the Aries moon got what they wanted, and it's almost like the. Do you think that it's about the challenge? I do. I, 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 it has, it, you know, it's just like, <clears throat> and I'll talk about this coming up on the show. And when, when a woman wants a particular man or a man wants a woman, you know, we always seem to want that we can't have. And then all of a sudden when it shows up, it's like, whoa, wait a minute. Or when a woman's trying to conceive a child and, you know, we forget the complications or the duty and responsibility here. I could say this as my children are turning 21 and 19. I, I It took me seven years to conceive and carry a full pregnancy after several losses. And then when I finally did, I, I wound up, you know, going through a divorce and all these <laughs> other things that went on. You know, it was just like a, a, a tragedy almost. But Thank God today, you know, we made it through. And you, but you know what I mean? You, you think you want something so bad as an Aries or an Aries moon or anywhere Aries is heavy, you know, in your chart. Which absolutely is true. So, two things I want to say. A, Kat absolutely honors same sex relationships. She's using an example because I don't want anybody to get that it had to be a man and a woman. No, and, no, and no. I know, I know, I know. Even I my cards, I'm, I'm very proud of this. I'm, my kaleidoscope deck is actually including. Uh, same sex. Same sex. I know you're amazing. That's very uh, I'm sweet. So I like to say that for people who don't know you. Thank you. And then Thank um, you for that. also the 
lesson here is if you know an Aries moon or an Aries and they're whining about wanting something, begging to get something, needing to have something, beating you up because they don't have it, guess what? You don't have to give it to them. <laughs> Mark, you know so strong. well. <laughs> Everyone That's should so know funny. how you keep me on the edge. I love it. Well, you keep me <laughs> on the edge too. So you're going to carry this sort of theme of the eclipse into your show, which is coming up. And we have, like, I want everybody to know get over to markhuston.com and get on some of those mailing lists. We're going to have a sale tomorrow, but I'm not telling you when. You have to be a surprise. It is Eclipse Day, of course. And then um, onetolisten.com is where you find the brilliance of Kat and all our colleagues together. And so her show is coming up next. That's why I have her here, so we can sort of like let her take over. Kat, you're an angel for coming on. I can't wait to listen in. She's coming up next, you guys. This is Mark Husson. This has been the Mark Husson Show. Who loves you, babies? Me! Take care of yourselves. See you next week. Yeah. Bye Thank now. You. Thanks, Kat. Bye. You're awesome. Show. Come right in. Sit back and expect something wonderful.